crazy, disruptive, explicit. We say it like it is. Real world sales and marketing. Real stories from the road. Yeah, it's the real shit. This, this is the Recavic Podcast. Hi, welcome to the Recavic Podcast. Who are you? My name is Jody. It's nice to meet you, Jody. It's nice to be met. I am Trevor Brown. We have another fabulous guest with us today. We just keep piling him up and being the smart dudes we are. We keep surrounding ourselves with smart hot people. chicks. <laughs> oh, I was going chicks. I didn't. Oh, yeah. Smart hot yeah. chicks. <laughs> just keep them coming. So, yeah, I figure, you know, we could bring sneaky dudes in here and talk to them, but that's no fun to look no. at. Or smell. No. That's two all. sensory things. So we're gonna today's topic is actually gonna be getting shit done, which we've we've touched on a bit with my that's comments like a, about DYJ like a thread your job. that is woven throughout. Yeah, we tend to talk about a bit with action, every guest. Baby. I think it's action. Like, do your shit. Do your job. DYJ the whole thing. Um, so our guest Jen Hickey is here with us. She came to me via another previous podcast. Uh, guest, I see Heather Herring. I see what see, you're doing. There's a, that's a transition, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Know what they call it in the game? Yeah. So Heather, Heather does business with Jen. I got the chance to meet her through her and have just been impressed with just how she kind of operates and how she does things. And I asked, and the one thing I've heard from multiple people that know you is they say, yeah, she just gets shit done. That's what she does. So that being said, please introduce yourself and give us a little bit about what you do. What up, what up, what up? And I that like was it. like an intense intro with yeah. the, the music. I, I loved it. That That's was, what we do. I haven't sick. had enough wine yet. <laughs> um, Jen Hickey. Um, I run um, a real estate company in town. Um, I work under Epic as my brokerage, and I run Spotlight, um, the Spotlight team, which is mostly new construction and all that kind of fun stuff. So a little bit more specialized, but we do it all and help builders from – Finding the ground all the way to um, telling them what house to put up and how much to charge for it. So it's all our fault, actually. So you get the pleasure <laughs> of dealing with builders. Oh, yes. Which is another whole skill set you got to have, basically. <laughs> Sounds like an adventure. Yeah. They're yeah. a little needy. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Shots fired. Huh? Just Shit. the men. not yeah. The women yeah. are good. Well, <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Not going to argue it. Yeah. Not going to argue it. So we had, uh, uh, how do you get to where, okay, so obviously you're a person that gets shit done. Where did that start? How did you come about to be that way? I mean, it's kind of, we go back and we've talked about in our episodes, Jody grew up with a military dad, obviously makes you one way, right? Military German and from the South. We're we're a military family too. I got some spankings as a kid. (laughs) Yep. So you see where, like, he gets some of his stuff. You know, I had a, a grandfather. He was military, but it was more, more just that he could just be a real asshole sometimes. And so he really would just <laughs> so that's drive where shit you home. It. Right, yeah. Oh, so more okay. so like my ex-husband, you're saying. Yeah. Okay, got it. <laughs> yeah. Got it. Yeah, okay. so he got that going for One minute he was, you know, love you. The next minute he'd kill you with a look mm-hmm. kind of deal. So we, but, I mean, taught me a lot of the, the you know, that kind of be hard kind of thing that I have to do and you get shit done and you're, you know, be the solution. Don't be the problem kind of deal. So give us a little bit. Where do you think you kind of clicked into who you are today and how that happened? Yeah. And that's a great question. It's a a huge part of my life that not a lot of people necessarily know, but, um, I have the, I had the best parents. My dad has passed recently. Um, but my mom is still kicking and, um, just 
killing it at life. She's 76 and she looks like she's 40 and will not slow down. And it's just hilarious because every time I tell her she's elderly, she's like, um, excuse me. And I'm like, you were in your 70s. I will whoop you your are elderly. I'll show you elderly. Yeah. And she just, she hates it because she thinks it's all <laughs> mental. Right. And so, um, growing up, my mom started, um, she was in the Navy. She was a Navy nurse. Um, she, during Vietnam, she served tours, um, in Da Nang and, um, on hospital ships and, took care of some very famous people, which was a really cool story to go through. But my dad actually never was in the military. So it was all my mom's side. So if you can imagine hmm. the power struggle situation yeah, that we no. have going on there. Um, but my dad is like, was always one of those guys that was like, if you want to make more money than me and you want to go to the military, you want to, I don't care. Cause right. if, I, if I can chill, then that's even better for me. Like which in that time frame was weird. Yeah, right? He was definitely never he was a pioneer. Worried. <laughs> yeah. He was not like, Oh, I need to wear the pants in the family. Nope. He's like, if you want to wear them, wash mine too. Like, I don't care, you know? <laughs> and so she's always been kind of this very strong woman. She was in the Peace Corps um, just recently. She was 74 when she went into the Peace Corps. Wow. Um, the oldest woman um, to go into the Peace Corps in Ghana to live on a mat with nothing and to help people. And I was like, are you freaking kidding me? Like you have two grandkids here. Like you're, you're my babysitter. Like, what do you mean? And she was a nurse her whole life. And so she was always very much... I am going to help people and she cannot stand to sit down and sit in place, which is very much how I am. And, um, it, she was a tough act to follow. My dad was, um, one of the mayors in our town, um, for a long time, did a ton of public service and a ton of, um, gave a lot back to the community. And it was always my, my parents always said to me, you will never, if you give everything you will want for nothing. And so I've always been that Ooh, way, that's like good. Yeah, that we were always, like God won't let you, and we're not really religious either, which is funny, but he, we just knew that we would never be needing anything if we did and gave everything. My mom would literally, if you said, God, that is a great shirt. She will give it to you. <laughs> literally give you the shirt yeah. off her back. It's hilarious. But, um, she's, yeah, she just got picked to, um, be on the coin for Idaho, which is there's five women that was, um, honored all different branches, you know, Navy, army, um, national guard, et cetera. And they picked five women. She is the only one that's living. And she wow. was, so her face wow. is on a freaking gold coin that is going to be minted and is going to be, um, they had this huge event that they were supposed to do like Friday, but now of course yeah. they can't. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, they're going to postpone that and they're going to do a big event. She's going to speak at the, um, Capitol building. And I'm just looking at her like she, we did a little event with it and they brought her up on stage and I'm like, mm -hmm. Oh my God, like, what am I supposed to do? She's yeah. still kicking. Mm -hmm. I can't catch up with her because she won't stop. And so she's just the strongest thing you've ever seen in your life and, um, just a good human being. She's never, you could steal from her and she will give you whatever you needed to the next day. Like it's, she just, <laughs> she'd help you unload it. Yeah. I'm just like, it's, yeah, Here, that looks heavy. Need some help with that. Here, that looks Lift heavy. with your legs. Here, I'll, yeah, like, I'll get the door. I'll we've get the had door. so many people live with us growing up. Like I always had someone in my house that was like needing a place to stay. And so it was like the revolving door of randos that came through my house. And I'd have to give my bedroom up because she found somebody else that needed help. And even though completely an enabler, right? Like she wasn't doing anything to help them. She was just housing them so they right. could figure it out. But I was like, maybe make this more difficult for them. <laughs> like they're never going to leave mom. You know? yeah. So bad, a little bit. Challenge. Yeah. But no, so that's where I kind of came from and that trying to keep up with her and, and to do make a difference or make enough difference to be purposeful, I guess. So, so what is, you read a lot of leadership books about like people having phrases that if, if your staff 
can't do a good impression of you, mm-hmm. then you're not leading enough, right? <laughs> like, what are those things that your mom would say that you have taken, that you have adopted, or just like sayings that she would have? What are some of those? So it's funny you say that. So there's a thing out, like I'll post things on Facebook every now and then just like things that I come up with, right? Um, and they call them Jennyisms, And my mom's <laughs> called them Jennyisms my whole life. And so she would go to these events and they'd be like, oh, tell me a story. Give me a Jennyism. Like I need something to laugh because I would come up with some rando shit, right? Like just, yep. I think things differently in life. Like I'm like, why did that happen? My son does it too now and I'm seeing it more, but why would they do that if they could just do this, right? Like mm-hmm. for instance, they um, stopped the military from for the virus stuff. They stopped the military going, the 1,500 troops to go to um, Germany, right? And my husband is in the National Guard. He runs it. And he, I was like, okay, for wait a second. We stopped the National Guard from going to another country because they might catch a cold. <laughs> we send him into fucking war with bullets, but the war, the cold, that's going to take it over the edge. They're sneaky bullets. You know, it was like real small ones. It's just these things that I kind of think, Really? Like those kind when of you, things. When you put it that way. You know, you're just kind of like, that's interesting. And it's just stuff like that. I will think of as soon as there's one thing that we can, we, um, <laughs> that happens, we just try to, I just try to flip it into something either funny or like just not understanding. I try to understand it more. But that one, I was like. That's a difference in perspective. Like yeah. when you, when you get on the other side of it and you go, yeah, uh, wait a minute. Right. Which, you know, even with the whole coronavirus thing, there's a lot of people that are, well, yeah, but what about this? And taking things out of context and putting them in different perspectives. Mm-hmm. But, th- I mean, that's that's a valuable skill set to have because it's, it's it's critical thinking. It's problem solving. Right. Right? Yeah. And you're going to come up with different solutions that other people <laughs> don't see and they might be right in front of their face. Yeah. Well, I have a line up my door. It's always this joke because I like... If there's anyone who's gone through it or figured it out how to get away from it, it's Jen because I've been through so many things. So like they'll come up and I get myself into some crazy shit because I just don't stop. Right. And so they'll go, what are you doing this? I was like, oh, I had a deal like that two years ago. This is what I did. You know, and I've just I failed a lot and I've but I just keep pushing through and I'll just keep keep on failing, you know, until but I'm it is what it is. You know, you're just you're never going to be perfect. But I. I get maybe, you know, 99 out of 100 yeah. of them, right? But um, I I'm think just that's failing thing. less. Yeah, exactly. I just learned to fail less. But I feel like with this industry and this market and new agents and younger people coming in, they look at us and, um, you know, even looking at like Heather as a, a female builder and they think, I can do that. Yeah. She makes it look easy, right. right? And she looks good doing it. But when it's, when we get to this point, it's like, did you realize I just, I failed my ass off for 10 mm-hmm. years. Right just to come to this point and you're starting on year one. So yeah, in 10 years, come back and find me. It's but like the highlight reel, man. It's yeah. like somebody dunking. They think they're just like, yeah, dude, you didn't all, see all the practices, yes, exactly. all the failed dunks. They don't make practice reels. <laughs> no. Nobody yeah. wants to see they're that. Boring. Yeah. Yeah. They want to see when the one that you made. So yeah. especially in 08, I mean, I was here, started 05 to 08 oh, and God. it was just great like, time to start. Right. Yeah. And when I was an appraiser, real estate appraiser for 10 years and it was, we had to, that was our job was to solve problems, right? Like you, you get a, uh, a property that you have to figure it out and it's not working out the way it needs to. How are you going to make this make sense? And oh. so you just kind of learn to solve those problems as they come. But that was a many years of problems that yes. you had to, your chance to solve. That's like, a bo- a- that's like a bonus era. <laughs> yeah. You're in the bonus. Oh yeah. You get the- <laughs> I sit there and look at, I mean, all of us that were in the building industry in that time frame, And I mean, in, in 
economy in general. But I mean, because you were in radio, Jody was in radio at that time. People don't buy ads, right? When yeah. shit's going south, when really they should be buying more ads because now their competitors are buying ads, yep. they can get more market share. So there's a lot of that. But I mean, <laughs> that's we that were all in that. Yep. You know, that's a perspective, right? Huh. But they don't think about that. And when, it's when the lights go on, though, and they're like, "Oh, oh, mm. that's yeah. actually I can get this way more frequency for less money," and and vault myself ahead of my competition. And when the market does come back. I'm exponentially further than where I started. Dude, we're Be- dealing with it right now with the stock market. Look at yeah. all these people. Like, look I at am people buying like right a now. right now. Real but estate yeah. finally is getting, you know, real estate is, you know, had its time too. But like right now, today, as we speak, you know, the stock market is hitting bottom, you know, and, and, and there's two types of people. There's the people that are just going, oh, my God, we're losing everything. I don't have anything. I just lost $100,000 today <laughs> to the people who are sitting here going, hmm. That's on sale. <laughs> yep. They've been waiting for it. I'm going to kill it. And they're just waiting for that bounce. And it's like, set the hook, baby. Be fish on. How They're much? gonna buy as much as they can, and that shit's gonna go right back up. Again. How much will Warren Buffett put into this market? Oh God, it's crazy. I mean, it's yeah. I mean, do you remember? Do you remember him doing. doing that last oh, time? Yeah, that's what he did last time. And and a, they're gonna follow money. him, right? They're gonna watch around Berkshire Hathaway, and they're gonna watch the whole what he does, and they're gonna do it. I mean, one of the more genius things, and you know, we try to avoid the politics thing a little bit, but like this whole oil thing, everyone dumped their oil prices. L- you know, lo- love him or hate him. What Trump do? Took a bunch of our dollars and went and bought a bunch of that oil. Went and bought barrels of yeah. oil. Like you guys On are gonna sale. dump this shit to try to fuck with our prices. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what, fuckers? I'll just buy it from you, and then we'll sit on it. Now we got your oil, and we'll use it when it goes back up. We'll start selling it again. Right. Like so, I mean, there's those people that see that, like, hey, this is an opportunity versus you know. And again, it's 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 the gift or the ability to to show somebody that perspective, and we do it in different ways. Mm-hmm. I mean, we recorded a previous po- you know one of our podcasts before where we had Ashley on talking about humor, and it was like, okay. She has a great gift of taking a shitty situation mm-hmm. and making something funny out of it. And then all of a sudden people like, you know, and I watch her diffuse a situation where, hey, your load's not going to get there. Yep. But uh, did you know, you know, and we talked about her story about mm-hmm. that when otters sleep at night and they're floating, they, they hold, hands, hold hands so they won't float, mm-hmm. float apart. And and she literally told that to somebody and <laughs> the guy just was mad. And all of a sudden he's like, really? Yeah. <laughs> it's interesting. That's a, that's a fun fact. <laughs> I would love to have read his thought bubbles. All right, well, huh. uh, call me when the order gets in. You know, it was yeah. just like, you, you know, you have a way of distracting people using humor, using problem solving as one of my more favorite ones. Yeah. I mean, I think that's like what you said. It's uh, And you have to do this in real estate a lot more than any other, than a lot of things is, okay, here, not only just a distractionary tactic, but here's how we're going to do it. Yep. Um, and I'll transition into another story about you that just impressed the shit out of me. It was actually when I asked you if you'd be on the podcast is watching you work in person in your office in, in a situation where, you know, the parade of homes is a huge, huge marketing opportunity for builders. It's as long as I've known it, it's been probably the key, one of the key it's my Super Bowl. I yeah. Call it, yeah. <laughs> it's the key aspect of there because you're getting, you know, I can't even remember what it is, 30, 40,000 people or whatever to walk, through homes, they and, and there's there's people like myself and a lot of people I know who look forward to that magazine with all the the floor plans in it and it's got a map and and you know we get on a Saturday morning we get up we go have breakfast and we get coffee and then we drive around and we get to walk through these beautiful homes and we get mm. to see them. Sometimes the builders there and the realtors there to yeah. talk to me and I mean it's just an amazing like you get to see and put your hands on a lot of different things in this right. 
So, as you know from a previous episode, we're in the middle of the coronavirus situation right now uh, to, to date, timestamp this podcast. They, But we have to cancel that. I yeah. mean, it's the first time ever, you know, all of a sudden there's no parade of homes, right? That's a huge thing for you. It's a huge thing for your builders because yep. they're going to book stuff off it. I watched you just calmly go, you know what? Here's what we're going to do. We're going to switch it. It's going to go to a virtual tour. We're going to do this. We're going to line up some film crews. We're going to take some video. You know, not There's no panic in it when you should be, and maybe in, on the inside you are, or maybe you're not. I don't know. But tell me a little bit about your ability to take something like that that was really a, is a shitstorm. And you're just kind of turning it into what it is, is what yeah. it is. We're going to go with it. Well, I think what we started with, I started two years ago, actually, um, really working hard on trying to get some people that were kind of stuck in their ways to do things a little differently because that's what we do. We try to be inventive and we try to be innovative. Um, hashtag innovative. Um, and, um, and we try to make sure that we are constantly doing the next best things. That That is, there was 8,000 agents. And if I'm doing the same thing as everyone else, I am going to lose, right? And so I've always tried to do something different. Like if you look in the magazine last year, I was riding a freaking unicorn just to stand out. That was my ad, <laughs> by not, the way. They're not very common. Yeah, so. Hard to catch them, right? first of all. I so, met with a bunch then, last yeah. night. <laughs> so my, I mean, it's just about, you have to stand out in that boring, you know, every kind of that what I call like the eighties kind of mentality of just the pretty picture of a house. And it's older than that. I, I mean, it's crazy, right? It's just super blah. And so yeah. I was like, we're going to do something different. If anything, I'm going to get a laugh out of every builder. And if everyone remembers, I had people asking me to sign them. It was hilarious. Right. <laughs> so I've been thinking about this for years. We have these matter ports and we have these different 3d tours. Obviously Epic is a big VR um, tour in visionary and, and, and all of those things. And I was like, I've always wanted to press the envelope and the parade is kind of my baby. It's something I've been passionate about for 10 years. And every year I'm like, we can do something so different. We can. And I know, um, talking with Heather, she was the same way, like pushing, uh, um, an app, pushing the website, making people from out of state. We get about, I want to say about 10,000 people coming from out of state for this thing and they do it every year. And, mm -hmm. you know, and, but we, our job is uh, to me as an agent for the builder is to, to keep costs down, to keep any sort of, um, uh, now I just can't lost the word, but um, basically just wanting to make sure that they're not going to lose a ton of money because they're going to put a house up and it never sells. And, you know, we got, right. we're going to mediate the risk. Right. And so with that, we can mass it, put it out to mass amounts of people to help mitigate their risk or build a house that doesn't even exist yet and be able to show it and they never have to build it. And then they have no loss. Right. Then if it doesn't work, nobody calls on it. We take it off and we start over. Right. So that's always our goal. We felt that this having some sort of a, Matterport or a 360 tour of all of the homes, out-of-state buyers can look at it. It would be something that would be ever ingrained on their website for the BCA. The BCA could then charge more money for um, being in the parade because they'd get more exposure. They'd have more money for scholarships. It's a win-win, right? That's kind of like the plan. But it is hard to get people to change their views of what it was and what it could be. And so it was really hard to get people to do it because they wanted just to change. Mm -hmm. It really ended up happening that we had to force the change. But if we were ready for it two years ago, this would have been such an easy transition and there wouldn't be any sort of like mass hysteria, right? Um, and we just wanted to be in front of it because there's always going to be something that's going to come up. And then this would solve that problem ahead of time, you know? And I always think you can always add things, but it's really hard to take things away. Um, like if you take the parade away, um, 
the loss is just gigantic, right? But you can always add another option and, and make it still viable. Pivot! Right? Yes. Exactly. So, I mean, that's interesting because I didn't know the backstory of that, so I'm just hearing it for the first time. That's amazing that you basically had the vision. You were doing this two years ago, yeah. just trying to get people to go on it. And, you know, and I'm sitting here as you're telling it, I'm like trying to, because I love analogies, I'm trying to think of an analogy. It's almost like you were working on the airplane two years ago. Yep. And everyone else is standing on the coast, like getting on a on a boat to go across the ocean. You're like, you want to try my airplane? And they're like, nah, we're good. The boat works. That's what we've been yeah, doing. It. Yeah. Boat works You're most, like, this is way faster. It's going to get time. you there. It's going to be really. Yeah. And they're going to go like, no, nah, we're going to go on the boat. We're going to go on the boat. And then all of a sudden this year, coronavirus came to town and basically sunk all the boats. Right. And you're sitting there with this airplane you've been asking them to get on for three years. And finally, everybody's like, you know what? We should get on that airplane and try it out. So it works. It, it, it literally is going to give you, uh, you know, that that final push yep. to get into, to, to get people to try what you've been doing for two years. I mean, well, you've been the, setting this up. That technology is not new. Exactly. It's oh. been around way longer than no. two years. Yep, exactly. So, I mean, being up to speed on all that stuff. <laughs> Here, here's the thing. All of us, I mean, I think most people, a lot of people who listen to this podcast are in business and stuff. We've all been part of something like GoToMeeting or, right. or you know, Zoom or whatever, right? They, we know they're there. But to, you'd be amazed how many people don't know they're there. And now, all of a sudden, this shit's happening, and people are having to use it. And literally, you know, I was talking to Heather about today. They had their first real, like, virtual meeting because mm -hmm. they can't go have a board meeting. Right. And everyone's like, this worked really yeah, good. Yeah, we could have saved this, all this money. This new technology of having remote meetings is It's like, holy shit, dude. Yeah. We've been doing remote meetings for 10 years, but, like, nobody got on board with it. Like, <laughs> But now it's forcing. It's it's a very interesting it takes a crisis to change, to, to make change. Well, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Necessity is the mother of invention. It's insane. Yep. I mean, that's... 100%. You, you yep. have completely changed what is on the table so that those old options are not an option. But how cool would it be, like, if we get this um, kind of... This moves forward and it goes really well and you've got BCAs across the country switching to this. Now I am um, a builder, an agent, all of these things, and I am getting ideas from the East Coast. I'm getting mm -hmm. ideas from the South. I'm getting it. I mean, you're seeing stuff that you would never be able to pay to do. Um, we always go to like the St. George Parade right. and the things that are close, but our clients are coming from everywhere. So right. how cool would it be if Boise is that constant, everly changing, you know, product that's not California where I'm from originally, track housing, every every fourth house is the same thing. We're, I feel like we've done such a good job not doing that and having all these different custom builders and the custom teams that mm -hmm. it's keeping Idaho what it is. And to be able to go and get your um, ideas from all over the different states is just such a cool well, it's thing. That's a win-win. Yeah. Everybody wins. Well, and I think, did you, have you seen like the big thing that everyone's talked about because everybody had to be quarantined and not being able to do things, and especially with next week being spring break and all these things? Where people are sending out the links to all these virtual tour tours of museums that are available, like there's That's like cool. there's like big museums. I mean, I don't know if it's the Smithsonian, but, but like, but no, <laughs> yeah. they've been there. Yeah. They've been there. Yeah. yeah, but but it took this to say, hey, your kids are stuck at home. You guys can't fly anywhere. You can't go on spring break. Here's here just so you know, these are some virtual tours you can take. And people, I'm watching you know on social media, and people are coming. Oh my incredible. god, I just did yeah. it. It's amazing. You can just it's like you're really walking right. through this museum in. Science fucking Greece, cool. right? Yeah, like yeah. you can you can walk down the streets of Greece with your kids on a computer on the TV screen by streaming your computer up to. There's this technology thing, and I think that's you know a lot of what I'm reading and and seeing online. And because I mean, my concern is that like I I don't have concern. I think if like I said this can be funny because you you're listen, gonna die if you listen to the podcast from last week. Yeah. I really made fun of this whole situation <laughs> that was not gonna get this bad. 
I'm I'm in. It's this bad. I get <laughs> yes. it. Okay, like people are really freaking out about this thing. Yeah. Uh, you know, like it's it's buy ammunition, buy up all the canned food you can. Okay, it's crazy. So I I get it. I'm I'm on board now. But so I'm doing a lot of research, thinking, okay, I'm trying to be be like Jen be and ahead think ahead it. and right. think ahead, right? So I'm thinking, okay, this is gonna it's going to be crazy, and I don't know how long it's going to be. But when it comes back, how, what am I going to be ready for? And so I'm doing I'm like I'm doing a webcast or I'm watching a webinar tomorrow that from Entrepreneur Magazine's doing. That's uh you know how to handle this in small businesses and blah blah mm-hmm. blah. How's it going to affect? But a lot of stuff I'm reading says you know hey let's you know I'm trying to fill in some positive shit yeah. right. And a lot of the positive shit is is hey do you realize how much cool technology is going to come out of this crisis? Like people are going to realize that they can do things remotely that they've been able to do, but they've never done. They It's again, forced their hand right. to do it. Right. And so you've got people, I think that they're going to say, you know, and, and I, who gives a shit what they say if they're like, Oh, Oh yeah. yeah I had that. Yeah, yeah, right. Okay. Whatever. But they're doing it. But right. That's, but that's it. It's going to happen. It's going to make for a lot. I mean, I don't know. I've always been a big fan of technology and I think that, that we have things to do things better for a reason. Um, you know, the VR thing that Epic does and obviously got way ahead of it with mm-hmm. everybody. Like everyone thought they were crazy. That's so, yeah. And, and to me, it seems like so natural. Like, I mean, I don't know. It makes me sound lazy, but there's a time where I would probably rather just sit in my comfy pants at home with a cup of coffee and put a VR thing on and walk through a few houses if I'm wanting to buy houses, right? Like there's a, there's a gift that, I mean, there's always going to be human interaction, but what if you could weed down 30 houses in a couple hours. I actually think of it the couch, other way. A funny you know? thing. Cause I have a, I had this commercial idea cause I just have these rando marketing ideas and I was going to do it at the theater cause we're in the village and I wanted to play it at the theater. And the idea was it was going to be a mom, like, you know, the agent calls and is like, we're going to be there in 30 minutes. And they're like, fuck, you know, like, we don't know what to do. And so, ah, yeah. Make some brownies. <laughs> so they're picking, up their, yeah, they're picking up the kids and there's, she's like a wreck and she's a mess and she's picking up all these kids and there's food everywhere. She's shoving everything in the closets. And then the person walks in and they look at the, they literally walk in the front door and we're like, nope. And they walked right back out. And you're like, mother effers, I just cleaned <laughs> and you didn't even you didn't even look enough or really pay attention. Like I, we get it all the time. Like, Oh, the master's down. Yeah, no shit. It says it, the master's down or up or whatever, right. or it's a two car garage. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah. We said so, but they just have to do it. And so I, it was my idea. It was like in the thought of how much better would it be if I say, you know what, look at the VR, see if it's a good fit. I am not calling this mom a four right. to have her walk in the door unless you're ready to go. And it right. kind of helped on the sales on the selling side more so than actually the buying side. Mm. Um, it kept people out of the house that wasn't necessary. Well, it does both. Like yeah, exactly. I mean, you're, you're talking about efficiency. So are you Yeah. from two, two it's the yep. same coin. Yep. Well, think about out-of-staters, you know, yep. people oh, coming yeah. in from out-of-state, which is, you know, well, like it or not, that is that is where our money and that's what keeps the fresh water in this pond is... How is many out-of-staters, baby boomers specifically, have bought houses in this valley sight unseen? I have one right now. I just did the inspection today. Mm. In There's Emmett. a ton Reference. of them. Yep. Case rested. Yep. Ka-gong, just ka-gong. did one today in <laughs> Emmett. It's uh, acreage property. They couldn't fly up, but it was, too, it was exactly what they wanted, and so... Yeah. I, we did a VR tour of it and sent it to them and they, they were like, yep. And it wasn't our property, but we ended up going in and they'd allowed us to shoot it for them and they put an offer on it sight unseen and they're uh-huh. not coming up anytime so, soon either. I, I want to highlight something. So we talk about the, the highlight reel, right? 
you're not seeing all the practice. You're not seeing all the fails. You're not seeing all of the background that leads up to that amazing dunk. And the crowd goes wild, right? Mm -hmm. So she steps in with this plan. She turns into operator mode. And she's like, we're going to do this. Ding, 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 ding. She's already fleshed out two years worth of yes and no. And I think this will work. She's, there's already all of that experience leading up to the dunk where she's like, nope, here's what we're going to do. Which is... Again, you got to put in the time to figure that stuff out. Well, I said if the committee said yes right away, then I would have had it would have been probably a shit show because I had to constantly fine tune it to just get them to go just one more chance. Will you give me one more chance? What about this idea? How about this one? You know, and we just had to keep going back. And it was like you could tell where they were going to say yes and where they were going to say no. And you're like, it's cool. We can just we can just do it this way until you're really all in. And then I'm going to add the other stuff. Right. Then I'm going to yep. keep going on top of that. But I'll just do a little bit right now. And um, that that was a big part of it. I did have to learn like, nope, this is don't go all in. Just make them take small baby steps in and so they can understand it without, you know, completely freaking out. And when people are so afraid of what they don't know right. that you have to give them a little bit of what they know, you know, and so we're just trying to keep it kind of, you know, in the middle, I guess. Um, well, there's another skill that you obviously possess that, you know, goes to the next step is not having ego, right? right. Like you, you're coming up with these great ideas and there's some people and I, I'll be honest, I'm probably one of those guys. I may not say it to people's faces, but I'll, it'd probably chafe my ass is if when I have a great idea about something, I do it in my own industry, you know, selling a product that I've been pushing for 20 years. And now people all of a sudden are coming in and going, you know, I'm going to try that product. You know, this is a really good idea. I'm glad I'm doing this. And I, you know, and there's part of me wants to slap and be like, no shit, fuck face. I've yeah. been telling you that for 20 years, right? Like I have that. You can tell that you're <laughs> the type of person though, that like, you're going to set this all up. It's going to happen. It has to. It's going to happen. You've got two years in this that you've been telling people and banging on their head, and then now they're going to jump into it, and I guarantee you when this is done, it's going to go well, and they're going to be like, I'm yeah, glad we thought of that. I'm really <laughs> glad we all decided to do this. You know, I will like, let Heather and, and, take full credit for this. I have but, no problem with here's, that. Here's the beauty. She's already on to the next thing that's going to be right. a big deal three well, years from now. And here's the thing. You're cash and checks. You're cash and checks, and you don't give a fuck because right. you're, going, you're like, going, look, I sold those houses off of this. I know it works for me. If you guys want to feel like this was, you know, like you, you're not the type of person, which I think a lot of people are, where they want the credit. They want to be able to be like, I told you so. I you want know, a like, coin. See, I know, want a like, coin <laughs> with yeah, my face on it. it. <laughs> Please, <laughs> I really need that. My mom needs to see the coin. <laughs> Can we get like a $100 bill or yeah. something? I really got a one-upper at this point. But I think Poster, <laughs> anything. The hard part was going into it as a lot of people were like very much what is in it for her? Why is she doing this? She's got to get something. She's going to want something. What is happening? And that was actually a big barrier. And a lot of the builders that I've worked with for years were like, if you just meet her, she'll tell you. Like, she wants nothing but to make this industry better because it is all comes back to we get better sales. Our builders build more homes. Right. Do you realize how many how many people work in this valley because of building? It's 10 to 20 per home. That is huge for our economy. Yeah. You know what's good for economy? Freaking buying houses, you know? And if you buy a house, then like that's good for my economy. So it's all relative, but I don't need anything but 
future business down the road because that is so so important you know and if you look at it like if I got a high five and a freaking medal, like, did I get any deals off it? Like, that doesn't get me. It doesn't feed my I kids. I get paid for medals. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, medals it just, don't pay my mortgage. Exactly. It doesn't pay my. It doesn't pay for my kids. No. So, uh, here's a hundred dollars and three medals. Can I get my mortgage paid, please? Exactly. Thank you. So, I would like you to try that. <laughs> just, I might be able to do just it this see what month. They They're letting everybody not have to pay this month. So yeah, that's, that's good. great. That's great. I'm gonna give that to an IOU. You're gonna want to hold on to that one. That's a Ferrari. <laughs> that's a Ferrari. It's funny. As soon as you started talking in the um, meet or in the meeting that we were in, you said, I lost out on all of these opportunities, right? Like everyone's sitting at home right now and they're like, well, I didn't have that show. I didn't have that trade show. And like, they're yep. losing a shit ton of money. Right. And it's funny. Cause as soon as I went home, I thought, what is the solution to this? Right. Mm -hmm. How can we keep these people working? These you people like this. So then I started thinking, just FYI, I thought of, I was thinking yeah. of him the yeah. other night. Just so, you know. so yeah. I, I'm yeah. I thinking so about his beer. A lot, and his, of, yeah. a lot of women do <laughs> lay in bed and think about me. And, I, and you know, something about that beard, <laughs> those beards. Wow. <laughs> um, but I started thinking, what could you do different? Mm. You know, what could you do to stand out in the industry? And I was like, what about every single client that you have? You have their email, you have their text, you have your phone numbers, whatever. You send them a personal video, asking them for their business, and you just mm. say, you know what? I would love to meet you. Sorry that we have to stay six feet apart or, you know, a different state away. I'm thinking about you. I hope everything's going well. How can I help you build your business this year? How can we make sure your business isn't affected by all of this? Maybe you could sing a song. Yeah. That's good. I can, I can do it with one of those Snapchat filters with the voice yeah. changer. They love that shit. Hi, y'all. <laughs> It'd be great. But I think part no, of it is... No, that's a great idea. But that's I think part of it idea. is that they need to know that you care. They need to know that you're still there and that you are paying attention to their business as well. And that's what's going to make an equal partnership in the end. And um, you're not successful if they're not successful. And um, you're, you're keen on something that is somewhat of a given. The idea of a partnership. Mm -hmm. Some of the insecurities that you were talking about, what's in it for her? Those guys aren't partnership minded. Right. Because that they're just projecting yeah. is what they're really doing. But developing that partnership where... Hey, we're in this together. We're going to figure out the solutions together. It's going to benefit you. It's going to benefit me. But constantly churning the idea machine. Mm -hmm. There's there's a thousand right answers out there. I mean, that's something that I talk to clients about all the time. There isn't just one right answer. And 20 minutes from now, that right answer, we might change. Yep. I mean, even, even with script writing for a radio commercial or a TV commercial, you go from approval to when you're actually doing it. And you're like, eh, I think we should say it this way. Yep. And it's better because that's the way that it works. It's constantly changing and constantly evolving. Well, it goes right back to what you said. This is another point of view. Me doing that video to them gives that because they're probably sitting there, you know, and they're going, God, this sucks. We're not going to go. Like, they're not looking at that. I didn't have that vision. Mm -hmm. You said, you, you know, you even your eyes saw a different vision than I did. You thought of it. Now I put that in front of them. Now maybe I changed their thinking. We're like, hey, wait a minute. Yeah, we're not just locked in here. You know, we are going to get through this. We are going to, you know, we've I've already extended like the same deals that we were going to do at those shows. We've extended for a month, basically saying, if you purchase anything over the next month, you're going to get the same deal mm -hmm. as if you were at the show. We're not going to lose anything. Right. You know, you're not going to lose anything because we didn't do the show. But like I said, I do. I have those contacts for a lot of those people, and I'm just need to get it out to them. And just you know, and I think. For me, space. it's a lot of times it's gonna be humor, you know, there's gonna be mm -hmm. humor in it or whatever. Even but better. It's making them laugh. It's and 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 making fun of the situation, right? I mean, it's no different than, 
you know, you, you fall down, you know, you trip and you stumble. Stand the back funnier, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the funnier you make it, you you know, you take a bad situation instead of laying on the ground. And be, God damn, God damn, yeah, yeah. Damn, you know, you jump up and make it. And it's like okay, and, and you just roll on, right? And I think that's the big thing people need to see right now, especially. I mean, I think it's a huge, huge deal because there's so many people grasping onto the negativity of what's in the media and what's going on, and they have a bad situation, and it's really easy to grab onto the shitty yep. part of it. So, so. I want to highlight something. What was my motivation yesterday was St. Patty's Day. Yeah. What was my motivation same, same behind bit, yeah. doing, I did a, a silly, so every, just to give you a little background. Every St. Patty's Day, I dress up like a leprechaun. Nice. I'm Irish, by the way, 53%. For obviously. <laughs> Most of the time, I, I'll dye so you're my. speaking my language. Yeah. <laughs> Most of the time, I'll dye my beard. I commit. So obviously, wasn't going to work yesterday. So instead, I just did a, a video mm -hmm. and it was a little bit funny but it was actually it was just there I, I did funny and i did touching and it was really really interesting to see you let in with funny and then you dropped the kind of, you made you th and it was funny because i i think we even when we watched it we kind of were like <laughs> oh he's being funny and you're kind of waiting because you're so used to you being funny right and then you get through the whole video and it was kind of like you're like oh the like the reflection of like Oh, he was telling us we're gonna be okay, kind mm -hmm. of deal. Like it was, there was a message there. It wasn't just yep. Jody being a really awesome a leprechaun accent, you know, and making fun of toilet paper. So, like, I mean, there was like a, a legit message there, and he was saying we're all gonna be okay, you know. And it's not self-serving. However, those things count. Mm -hmm. Those are those relationships, partnerships. Amen. How you stand out. It's those things. Yep. And people are people are smart, man. They remember they remember stuff. But again, they see right through it too. So like, if if I'm if I'm doing that video and I'm like, hey, we're gonna give you the same deal. It's all about me. I want you to buy my shit. Like it's it. They know it. Yep. It's a commercial. But if you're like, we're here to help you continue your business and right. make your life easier and to make you laugh and to do what you need to do to get through this. In the end, that's great if you pick me, but I'm here for you regardless, right? right? right. And they feel that, and the difference is huge. Well, how many know? emails have you guys gotten from different companies? Uh, speaking of the coronavirus, we're here to blankety blank blank blank. Right. Companies, I don't even want their emails. Right. First so of all, there's now. there's a good way to do that. There's a bad way mm -hmm. to do that. So like, hey, I just wanted to remind you about mobile deposit. With the fact that you can't come to the bank. We've got this fantastic technology that's brand new. And, right. and how are we going to make? It, but how do we make your life easier with it? Right? It's, right. How many people have sent out? Like I got immediately as soon as people started getting sent home and stuff. I immediately started getting. Uh, did you know that your Microsoft or that you know how to use Apple's whatever mm -hmm. you know go to mean that you know this is how you mm -hmm. use it? Like here's a tutorial on like. Hey, we're going to help you work from home, kind of deal, you know. Or and like I've done go to meeting a lot, so I all of a sudden I haven't heard from them in years. Well, my email must have been in their system somewhere because all of a sudden I got an email out of nowhere saying, hey, looks like everybody's working from home. Here's a video to remind you how to work on GoToMeeting, you know, and it's like, I think that's where, oh, well, that actually makes sense to, you know, or that, and, and just like entrepreneur, they send out a video, you know, or a thing saying, we're going to do a free webinar for small business and how to handle this. We're going to go over the latest, basically, as of tomorrow at 10 a.m. or whatever so it is. I want to pick that apart. Taxes. Just that, the beginning of that, I want to pick it apart. Brilliant. Yeah. We want to help small businesses. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That right there is, so it's, so whenever I write, it's either inclusionary or exclusionary. Who am I including? Who am I excluding? Small businesses, those are the ones that really need the help and that will remember it. It's smart. 
and being specific about, hey, we're going to do this for free. Small businesses, that's our target because we're going we're gonna to partner with you to help you get over this big giant hurdle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We all get across the canyon. Let's figure out how to build a bridge. Yeah, it, and it was. It was a very we mentality like hey and i mean he led in with like some of the big ones irs how's this you know let's we'll talk about the most recent irs things we're going to talk about those and he's a lawyer slash attorney or a slash a cpa guy so he knows a lot of that business side of it and, mm-hmm. and it's like he he's saying hey let's we're gonna let me tell you what the latest yeah. that i know is it's free just sign up it's at 10 o'clock on thursday this is what it is you know and i think that's huge like the companies that are doing that versus you know the picture i saw of the kids selling five dollar rolls of toilet paper mm-hmm. you know like that the, there's a there's a message in that i wonder and if there's that, a message in like yep. hey this is how we help people this I wonder is if what that we kid's do parents were like holy shit you didn't even tell us you were going out there. Jake, Jake, get yeah. out right now. and we need what it you <laughs> i was thinking about paying for college all right I hope I, oh, if, they, that, they if so that was the kid's idea, and not the parents' idea, I will adopt that kid. <laughs> I bet my money's going to run my business. Yeah. Now, if my dad, if the dad was out there, like, hey, Johnny, go take this sign. I just made it. Go out there and hit it. We'll split it 50 50. <laughs> you make 250, I make 250. Every roll. Fucking get out there. Go get him, Tiger. <laughs> he needs an ass kicking. Dude, uh, you know, that, that's the kid the thing, you want right? to hire. Yeah, the dad you want to beat up. I, I just think that it's it's one of those things where you've got again everyone keeps saying to the same thing, right? You got two types of people. I love the meme that showed the guy, one guy in line that has all the just hoarding water and mm-hmm. toilet paper stacked up eight feet tall in his cart. Guy right behind him has a case of Corona. corona. Beer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's just two types of people in the world, right? And that's that's exact, man. You got people that are looking at something, going, "Okay, there's a problem." You got people going, you got people that are you know spending their time. You know, sending out a corporate email about how this affects their company and what we're doing for our company, and then you got guys who are like, "Nah, we're going to send out a thing that says this is how we can help you." Right. Like, like a, a good example is is a, co- a company like say Starbucks was I I saw one of the first ones that came out and said they didn't come out and say we're sh-, you know like there's two ways to say we're closing right like we're closing the stores okay boo that's a sad that's a downer boo they didn't lead with that they led with. Our drive-throughs are open. Yep, that was what they led with in the email. Not, not a hey, we're closing that's our stores. The first question, right? Mm-hmm. It kind of goes back to sales one hundred and one, right? You don't tell me out. what you can't do. Tell me what you right. can do, right? Well, I think you have martyrs and you have leaders, right? You right. have the leaders that want to make change and they want to do better, and you have the martyrs that are going to bitch and complain until <laughs> somebody else makes the change. Yep. Um, but they're definitely not going to be the ones who do it, and that's where you have this huge disconnect because. Or you, you can look at it, you have takers and you have givers, right? And right. the givers are the ones that take the least and expect the least. And the, the, the takers are the ones that want the most, you know? And they, they will, I always say, if you if you have your hand out and you put something in that hand to somebody, and this is huge in real estate, they're going to put out the other one because that one's full. And they're always going to be doing that. You know, they never, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but if you're not handing anything, and it's like, you know, the whole fishing knowledge, but it's true. As soon as you put something in their hand, they will put it. Your other hand, I've, I, it's, I've it's, said it a thousand. You're dead right. It, it's the reason why I don't give to panhandlers yep. because I was ruined at a very early age because I in a, in high school tried to give a guy a happy meal and you know or bag or a whatever value meal or whatever from McDonald's and he just asked, well, don't you have any cash? 
It's like fuck you. Yeah. You know, and it's the same thing. I I got in the habit. You know, we used to have These are I used fresh to have, fries. You jerk. I used to have, a, used to have quite a few They're employees, delicious. and they're they're out there working their These ass off. So I go one day. I think McDonald's is the theme here, but I did. I do think I went to McDonald's, and I think I got a bunch of burgers and stuff. But I got a bunch of shit right because they were working hard. They were. Yeah. I still remember they were working down Middleton digging fence holes, and it's riverbed down there, so it sucked. And yeah. they're like, I go to the job site, and they're all just like. We're not even a quarter of the way done. Like Bring this, us a jackhammer. This ground sucks. I'm like, shit. So I run to the store. I run. I go get them all this big-ass lunch, and I bring it to them, and and they're, they're just, oh, thanks. Oh, thanks, boss. It's great. Oh, my God. You know, we're just, I'm like, no, thank you, guys. I appreciate it. This isn't easy. I know it's hard. I'm like, you know, guess what? The next time I showed up on a job, would you bring us Where's burgers? Lunch? I'm like, we just soon as you know, I mean, it's like as soon as you give somebody something, they expect something, yeah. right? Like, so I, I think that's that's a fine line you have to walk there, where we're you know you're giving them away, but I think leading in, you know, with something positive in today's times, especially, I think real estate may be the best example I can think of because sales is one thing. I mean, all sales, but real estate, when someone's you know, if you're going to, sh- how many times have you gone to show a house where they said it needed to be a, you know. A three two with a three car garage, and you found a three three two with a two car garage, right? Mm-hmm. You didn't lead in with like, well, obviously there's only two bays on the front of right. the house here. Like you didn't you didn't pull up to the house that way. It's you a know? secret bay. You yeah. literally walked into it with like, oh my god, you gotta see the kitchen, right? Like yeah. I mean, there's something that's wow about this. This is why I'm bringing it to you now. Granted, we're gonna get to that point, and I think that's where you know, even reading the emails from from the Starbucks thing saying, hey. We're open. We're. Yeah. Our, it's just gonna be our drive-through. You know. By the way, we're not gonna have you come inside, but we will hand you know. And I think that's where you see two different types of people. Well, right? I think the biggest thing in sales, and you probably say the same thing, is I've never said. Everyone always teased me because they're like, all the team that I have um, starts to work with me a little bit, and they sit in a house with me, and I, you know, I'm walking through a sales process with someone who walks in. It's just supernatural, and they're just. I just. I just sit back and watch and. Just you'll get information. I can't really just teach it to you. You just kind of have to hear it. Like, I don't even know what I'm saying half right. the time, right? And everyone's like, but don't think that you can do it like Jen can. And I was like, what is that supposed to mean? And she goes, because she never sells. That's the difference. I'll be like, first thing, she, you know, they come in and I'm like, your shoes are amazing, you know, like, or whatever. And I, I focus on something else. And by the end of it, all our job is to problem solve, right? Like, if I don't need to sell you anything, like you came in, you need something, I have something. Do you want it? And do you want me to help you find something that isn't that, you know, and, and that's fine. But as soon as you start to try to morph yourself into what they think they need or what you're supposed to be, then you, you lose it, you know? So it's like every time my goal is to, when they walk out of that, uh, that um, house, they ask for my card. I will never ask for somebody's information, which people freak about that. They're like, you're crazy. And I was like, I do. N- I will never call somebody who doesn't want to be called. Yeah. I've never cold called in my life. If they don't want to hear from me, I don't want to talk to him because it's, yeah. it's not, I am not, it's, I'm not selling myself. I'm selling, I know I'm the best at what I can do because I work harder. I will learn more <laughs> and t- learn more than anybody else. And I promise I'm going to absolutely try to be the smartest person in the room. If I know that about that particular subject, right. If I'm going to know it a little bit, I'm going <laughs> to know not, all the way. And if not, you're taking notes. Exactly. And, um, or I'm going to tell you where there is and, you know, and, but I think as soon as you start to become selling something, you become a liar a lot of the times because you have to fit it into that niche like oh no Mm -hmm. this this has it for sure yeah they you can definitely run gas you know you have no freaking clue you know but i think if you're trying to morph into something that's not you it's not genuine they feel that and i think if all you do is 
you need this for me and I'm going to solve that problem. And you can do that in anything. It's not so even So I do a lot selling, of you know? car sales. So I do marketing and advertising for a auto group that has 40 some dealerships up the West Coast. And that is the language that I constantly am pounding on. We are not here to sell you something. We are your partner. We've been doing this for 80 years and we figured it out. You yeah. treat people like family and you help them get into what are you looking for? I'm not here to sell you anything. I'm here to help you get a transportation mode yeah. figured out that fits the needs that you have, that fits the budget that you have. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to bust my butt to help you yep. figure this out. And, yeah. it, and it, again, it goes it goes back to that partnership type of a deal. Everybody's had one of those experiences where you show up at a car dealership and it's like the vultures descending mm -hmm. on you. We get compared to ourselves all the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But sure. trying trying to change the tide, even in that industry, is super hard. Yeah. Trying to brand that, hey, eh, there is there is a difference. There's a difference between shop and different car dealerships. Yeah. I don't like when people compare being a salesperson to being a liar in a way. You and know, it's always like, a used car salesman, by the way. I don't right. know what the difference between like, new and used yeah, is, but it's yeah. apparently they're assholes. I, <laughs> like I, one, it's, yeah, one well, the, the used, the, <laughs> because it's the, the smaller used lots, and those guys have been fired from the, right. the new lot. Yeah. <laughs> it runs great, I swear. But, you know, the funny yeah. thing is, we do a whole bunch of stuff where we talk about Certified pre-owned and talk about yep. the value of that versus, hey, you're not paying the depreciation. You're getting this. It comes with this protection yep. plan included in the price, blah, 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 blah. And I'm constantly pounding on the the the, ha the hammer on the, the value thing. Hey, it's value, 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 value. You're getting all of these things, which is all about your confidence in your purchase. Mm -hmm. And you're getting somebody that's not trying to sell you anything. Yep. You don't have to, and you know, there's an argument to be made. But hey, you don't have to even negotiate the price. Right. We've we've pre-negotiated. Pre yeah. And that's what I tell people. So my degree is in education. So mm -hmm. everyone thinks, you know, and they, and they try to give you a compliment, right? Like I've, I've been, you know, when I'm just, I've been at shows where I'm just on one. I'm on fire. Things are going perfect. And I'll have someone come and go, man. I bet you, you, dude, you you could sell anything, man. You are a Ask hell of Eskimos. a you yeah. are a hell of a salesman. And I'm like, I hate that. I don't know, mm -hmm. no. no. I'm an educator. Yep. And, and and I mean, like it or not, I'm like, that's what I went to school to yep. do. That's what I do. And and they're like, well, you're not a teacher, though. And I'm like, no, but I educate motherfuckers about products. Yep. That's what I do. Like, I know more about fucking ICF than probably, you know, 95% of the people in this world, you know, in that industry. In the world? In, in the world. I would go 99. Maybe Galaxy. <laughs> I don't know. I would say 99. I'll go Galaxy. <laughs> but they know. literally, they, you know, like. Try me, you know, like I will answer anything. Me too. <laughs> and it's that thing where I want people to understand that, like, if I, you know, I own a repping company, I rep products that I believe in. I don't rep products I don't believe in. We've gone over this in previous episodes. Yes, we have. But, like, mm -hmm. but I will not take on a product that's just going to make me a bunch of money because I, if I don't believe in it, I can't sell Same it. Way. That far, I am not a good salesman. Damn you and your integrity. I am a great I educator. Thing, you know yeah. what I mean? I'm a great educator. I will educate the shit out of you. You've educated on, me a on, lot. On, yeah, we can't talk about that. Yeah, but it's different podcasts. Different mm -hmm. podcasts. <laughs> Different, different, more Freak something video, else. more of a video, but they, I think literally I would, you know, if I can take this and say, look, if I have a good product, all I got to do is teach you about it. Just like a house. If I have good properties and I educate you about the property, you'll want to buy it. Right. Right? And I don't even care. I, don't, I mean, in, in the end, I don't even care necessarily about each individual property. I'm going to, and I do this thing. I do classes all the time at Epic and it's just, it's people are funny. Cause they're like, I, there's no, they're not 
doesn't cost anything. I just do it. It's because I'm like, if there is not educated people in our community of agents, I will kill myself because yeah. the people out there that that's dramatic. Are un- yeah. That are uneducated or they, they just suck the but, life out of you because there's so many. they dumb down the business yes. and they, they give the business a reputation of the ignorance. Right. That's exactly. my problem. The, Which is exactly why I educate. Yeah. If everybody is up, notch up one, yep. if everybody is educated about what they're talking about, everybody wins. Yep. And you know what's different about our job? It doesn't matter if you walked out of school yesterday or I've been doing this 15 years. I make the same fucking amount. It doesn't yeah. matter. The same. Do yeah. I do more of them? Probably. But we... In, on the side of like, where other, what other company or what other situation Industry, is our yeah. education means nothing <laughs> on how much besides you might have an opportunity to get more right. business because you're smarter. Yeah, but, you're not going to go, I'm amazing. I want 12%. Right, exactly. I mean, we get exactly. Yeah. Try it. Yeah, ex- See what happens. Right? And I'm so, going to try it. Knock on that door. <laughs> yeah, I, know, should, I, know some I would agents, love to see that happen. I know some agents that might try that. Yeah. So I just think that... <laughs> Without education, I want to see that conversation right? go down. I'm sorry, what? Yeah, <laughs> sign here, please. Just, just where you said here. 12%. And yeah. Can I have that pen back? Yeah. <laughs> 11? No, no, oh, not 11. Fine, 10 and a half. Yeah. But I think that's a big part of it is that, like, if we don't educate our, like, the people around us and everything, it's like, it's not about educating. There's many times that I'll say no to a buyer or say, you know what, investors would be like, hey, I want to get in and flip. I'm like, good fucking luck. <laughs> No way you're flipping right now. There's no. no way. So you know what? That's okay because you know what I am going to give you? I'm going to give you an opportunity to get either a rental or we're going to put into something else. We're going to get two people and we're going to go into this. Or we're going to back a builder. We're going to buy a piece of land and we're going to build on it. We're going to get really freaking creative. But there is just as many times I say no to people than I do yes because there's going to be, you know what? This what you're looking that, for, not a good a time. But when you say no, you have three potential yeses. Yes. That's the that's the catch. Right? If you're going to criticize something, you better have something specific to say and a solution to back it up. Right? If I hear one more agent going, and we see it all the time on our Facebook page, I'm really needing something in that 150 range and, you know, and all this kind of stuff. And they're, I for, need, a, for a lot? It's a, tra- yeah. <laughs> it's a trailer. You know, and it's like all these things. And I'm like, you know what's going to piss that person off looking in the 150s? That they can't find anything in the 150s. So you know what you say? What, we, what can we work on? How about we get your debt to income down? How about we we pay things off? How about we in six months you're gonna be at two hundred and you're gonna get exactly the house you want, or you're going to get so freaking frustrated because you can't find what you need, you will quit. And that's when I get pissed, you know, because then it's like you've just not educated them enough because you want a buyer mm-hmm. and you're gonna spin your wheels and you're gonna eventually just stop calling him because you're never gonna find anything and everybody's gonna get frustrated. There's sometimes you just have to say, you know what, not now, but later or this is what we're going to do instead you know and that's a big a big factor and so i think right. or you know what can you get a roommate can you get a co-signer like how can we think this through a it's little bit differently? So, it's creative solutions <laughs> man and that's another great i mean that's a skill that i personally don't possess <laughs> that you that like what you're saying you that's a bridge burned like you and i in the same scenario I'm the guy that's like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> like, seriously. You are an angry someone walks, man. Someone walks, I am. I am. I'm, I got angry. a lot of dick in me. But they... Uh, <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> they literally... You know, someone comes up to me and they're just being stupid about something, right? right? I have, think I've got just hardened in time and I'm just like, get the fuck out of here. Like, honestly, I'm not going to waste my time with you. Where you're keeping the door open. You're like, hey... Like your natural reaction to the same sentence that you and I hear, mine is get the fuck out of here. Yours is, you know what? Let's work on your debt to income. Let's get this up to where maybe you can buy a 200. You're like, I'm like, dude, I'm, you know. 
She's that's like a, a skill. That's she's a, skill a judo that, master. I know. Like I will a Jedi say, mind trick. Redirect. No shit. But I will say when <laughs> Use you their, when you say you get yeah. hardened, you know, and like I do have investors that know better. <laughs> thanks. That, they, thanks for right. clarifying that. I didn't. Hardened. <laughs> when <laughs> they <laughs> this almost went off the rails. <laughs> um, and so, but when they you have those people that are educated and they say stupid right. shit. That's when I get, you know, right. so when they'll say, I have a good friend that loves to be an investor and, and, <laughs> Air quotes. Yeah, and being Air an, quotes. and being an appraiser, um, I'm very big on like how I will not talk price per foot. It's bullshit. I, I will take your whole class on why you don't use price per foot. And he'd be like, yeah, man, I just, I mean, I'm getting in the market. I just really need something that's like a hundred price, a hundred bucks price per foot. I'm like, cool. So I get you a 5,000 square foot home. We're down. You're going to go because it's a million bucks. But you're cool with that because right. it's a hundred bucks, you know, a hundred bucks. If I, it's cool. just math. Like, let's Sweet. do this, right? right. I'll have and it for you this yeah. afternoon. So when there's, still, that's when I go. God, that's awesome. Yeah. Okay. Are you so you, kidding you, me? You yeah. have some dick in you. Yeah. Too. There's definitely okay. some. There's di- not in a while. <laughs> she's self edited. <laughs> she's self edited. I know. On the fly. <laughs> I'm a, that's what she said. Her <laughs> I've, I've refrained multiple times. But wow. no, it's out there now. But Throw them. Yeah. But I think, that, I mean, if it's again, when they're, when they're not educated, I'll educate, but when they're educated and they think that I'm the idiot, right. then I'm like, we're not doing this. You right. know, like we're, we're not going to waste everybody's time by, yeah. because you, you want to find that specific unicorn out there that just doesn't exist. hundred dollars a square foot. Yeah. That's my favorite line in the whole Three uh, car garage. <laughs> I've been recently told by somebody that they budgeted $50 a square foot to build their house. New construction. Shut up. What did and you say? You cannot believe this, but they are having trouble getting their construction loan closed out because weird. the house isn't built yet. <laughs> That's odd. So. Well, it's weird. We just had one just hmm. kind of a weird anomaly, I guess. So, so like when you, when people come here and they, again, not educated and they're, meeting an agent online and they're like, we want to buy this piece of land. I'm like, fantastic. They, I see, they come in and they meet with our builders and I was like, I'm sorry, how much did you pay for that piece of land? 250,000 and your budget's 400 total. Mm. Oh, this is going to be fun. Let's see how this works out. You know, like, so we're going to go over to camping world right, exactly. and we're going to pick you out a real nice house but and that, we're going to wheel it it's open. It's going to have three slides on it. <laughs> yes. But that freaking agent just completely <sighs> screwed what their end result's going to be. Yeah. Is that a build um, client? Nope, not there. And you know what? It's got to be a third to a fourth of the price of the lot. So multiply that by four. And so when they sit down, we just look at them like, I'm sorry, who is your agent now? Mm Because that's insane. Like you now have a a super expensive piece of land that you get to resell. Do you find that when you educate and when you get smart people on the other end of it Mm -hmm. and it comes back around full circle, do you get people that come back to you and go, thank you? Not really. Do you know? No, because that's my, they think that's the job. That is my job. So, you know, it's I would get yelled at if I didn't. But it, it, there's not much it's an evil I would double say, standard. Yeah, I would say it's a pretty thankless situation because everything goes smooth. They think you did nothing and it went great. And it was mm-hmm. like, why do I even need an agent? Because it went perfectly smooth. Yeah, when shit hits the true. fan, they just blame you for it, even though you're, you're, con- you're controlling it the whole ever. time. Yeah, but most of the time there's. A shit show going behind the scenes, and they think everything is right and smooth, and that is okay with me. You know, as long as it felt easy to them, then that's I did my well, job. They're, you know? they're going to go. They're going to go tell friends, "Oh, it went great." Yeah. But if you screw it up, they're going to tell yeah. five times as many friends, yeah. "What an idiot!" It's you are. weird how e- the easier it is, sometimes they forget what you do as your job. You know mm-hmm. how hard it actually is. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of a double-edged sword. But I'd say it's probably one of the most thankless jobs. But for some weird reason, I think it's. In my soul, it's pretty cool, you know, to be able to mm-hmm. help people and help them build their wealth and their future wealth and all that is, is pretty amazing. And to see, you know, 
I just a quick story. I was at the wedding show and I had a lady come up to me and she's like, you know, we were filling out. We, we gave away a Louis Vuitton purse. Right. And no, so like no. everyone's filling stuff out. And she was like, oh, um, just so you know, I like I can never leave my rental. And I was like, what do you mean? Like, explain that to me. And she goes, well, the mentality here is just it's crazy. So she goes, well, I just got kicked out because my original landlord was going to sell their house. Like they do, right? That's mm-hmm. their that's their um, right to do so. Well, she was upset with them, and she's like, "I was three days from being homeless with my four kids." I was like, "Hmm, okay." And she, she goes, "So I found this other rental, and I'm never gonna leave." I was like, "Oh, babe, that is not your choice. You Mm-mm. probably didn't want to leave the other one either." Mm-hmm. And I said, "What if you just did this one thing for me? Because I don't want to see those kids homeless, and I think." Um, that would be probably the worst thing that I could even imagine that these kids are not going to have a home. What if you did nothing for me, never buy a house, fix your credit. Let me just fix your credit. So if you needed to get another rental, you weren't in a situation where you had to beg someone to live in their home. You don't have to buy, but if you don't educate yourself in your credit, you will be homeless. It doesn't matter how much money you have. You will be homeless. And she was just like, I, she goes, you just helped me with that. I was like, yeah. Cause it, if you're going to be homeless because your credit's a 420 and you just didn't give a shit, that is probably the worst thing you can do as a parent. Like if you could only build your credit to take care of your family and you won't do it, like that is bizarre. You will be homeless again in six months. Because they don't see it. Yeah. But that's such a lazy mentality to do nothing that to your credit. That is the definition of ignorance. Yeah. They just don't see. Yeah. And they'll never get past that. But I just said, I don't care what you do. It's not going to cost you any money. Please. If there's anything, here's my card. You call me, fix your credit. I don't care what it takes. Just do that one thing. But they literally didn't think that the same thing could happen with that. I go, she's like, she only charges me 800 bucks a month. I'm like, fix your credit credit even faster because she's either going to sell that or or she's going to increase her, you know, or she's going to die because she said she was like 90 something. And I said, you just be real careful because you will be in the same situation if you don't do anything differently. It's not her job to house you. Mm -hmm. That is for sure. You know, and just even that, if I could just get people to pay attention to their their credit and their wealth and what they're going to do with it. And it's not everybody else's problem. But now it's that homeowner is going to feel guilty because this person can't get a place to live. And yeah. they're the ones that did the right thing and, and built wealth and did what they were supposed right. to do. But now we have to worry about taking care of people that want to do nothing about it. It drives me batty. So I have a 13-year-old boy. Mm-hmm. And he, everything that goes sideways is like, that's not my fault. That's not my fault. So we've been working on something. I have a 14-year-old, so. So you know. Yeah. yeah. So I've shifted this conversation. It is not your fault, buddy. It is your responsibility. To help fix it. Yep. To get your attitude right. To blankety, fill in the blank. Yeah. But just that idea of like that gal, well, it's not my fault. No, but it's your responsibility Mm -hmm. to put yourself in a better position. And it it takes some vision and it takes some action and it takes, it's not easy. It's hard. And guess what? It's worth it. Yep. You can't see it now. I promise you, you will see it when, (laughs) when you get over the hill, you'll see it. Yep. And I'll help you. It's, it's just, it's crazy that, you know, so if we could do anything, if I could have just done that one thing in my lifetime, if she fixed her, fixed her freaking credit, I would feel like a hero because at least someone listened and did what they should have done for their family in the first place. But I don't think anyone ever said that to her. I don't think anyone said, if you don't fix this, 
you're going to be here again. And it was like, because she couldn't buy, they stopped the conversation. Right. And it drove, I was literally like, I don't, you will never be homeless. Right. Here is my card. I don't, I just can't with, with this right now. Like, you know, and if anything, the kids are going to stay with me, you know, cause <laughs> yeah. that's, it is not their fault. My mom is yeah. on a goddamn coin. <laughs> exactly. Right. I've got issues. <laughs> I got lots You're of people with me. I got to keep in my house to make this even. <laughs> I think it's, it's crazy. Cause like I said, all these things always seem to bubble up that we're, we're, we're topical and what we're talking about. And Heather and I talked about this last night. We're sitting here talking about, I said, you know, we're, we're looking at, you know, we were having the conversation, yeah. like, what are we going to do when this thing kind of settles down and where do we want to focus? Where do we want to focus our money? Where do we, you know, how is our mm. businesses going to be affected by this? And, you know, and we kind of got talking, same thing, you know, it was like, dude, I, there's just certain things I want to do that I want to affect somebody. Right. Like, I mean, I think I can, I can name, you know, one or two people I feel like in my life that I can put my finger on if mm-hmm. somebody says like if i died to, of coronavirus or i get stabbed by a unicorn or killed by sasquatch mm-hmm. all tonight, of the above yep or all of them they can tonight, gang up on you <laughs> again if i if that happens again and i die again um you know and i someone who's going to go to my funeral and who's going to say something cool like this guy changed my life mm-hmm. kind of deal and if i have one of those i'm super happy if i could have you know two or three of those i think i've i've left a, a legacy mm-hmm. that you right. said like to me is like how do i affect those i think we owe it to our kids to leave that i don't think that counts i think it's like our kids were supposed to do that like <laughs> I, w- I want somebody like that given. lady like you know and I, and i have my own you know lady like yeah, that yeah, yeah. you know and, good, and it's yeah. like i've got one of those where where it just was like to me it was like dude i'm on a mission and i'm still working through a mission with it where i feel like i've, I've got it i want to help i'm yeah. going to help i'm just going to change this person's life and i you know and i was telling heather i met a person we went out to chicago and she was teaching a, cl- a class and she was speaking up there and she was you know in her her celebrity yeah. uh, you know so uh cool. her, her her girl boss mode yeah. you know as a you know and and you know she does the the these videos that she instructs in classes, a lot of people, I mean, thousands and we'll say trillions of people that watch yeah. her videos, right? It's a lot. It was super yeah. cool. I had no idea. I was like, and yeah, it's, it's amazing, awesome. right? Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you know, I go to an event with her and I see people lined up for an hour to get an autograph and a picture with her, you know, and, and, and to like, I said, they want their picture. And it was like, it was, you know, and I was joking, I'm laughing. I'm like, oh my God, it's Heather. Like, come right. on. I'm like, okay. Yeah. And then this lady comes up to me and she's like, can I get my picture? Can we get our picture with you? And I'm like, mm, why? <laughs> and she goes, well, you're here with Heather, right? I'm like, yes, I am. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. And uh, she goes, well, can we just get our picture? I'm like, okay, that's crazy that you want. So we, I get a, they take their picture with me and she's sitting there and it's her daughter who's 19 and this woman. And she says, um, my daughter just admires Heather. She follows her on, you know, her Instagram and blah, blah, blah. She goes, she did not want to go to college. She wasn't a college person. So she got me to agree to take some of her college money and we invested it in a property and she flipped her first property and she's 19 <laughs> years old and she wants to, she wants to be like Heather when she grows up. And I'm just like, oh, like, I mean, I'm tearing up because I have kids. So now I cry at toilet paper commercials, mm-hmm. but I'm like, I literally am like, oh my God. So then finally Heather gets to, I'm like, just hang out here for a minute. I'm like, she'll be done in a minute. And then she gets done. I'm like, Heather, you have to come talk to this girl. Like, that's your girl. That's the girl that like literally, that's the one I always, that's the one I want to right. come to my, my funeral. Right. right. I'm like this girl. You know, and so anyways, it was great. So Heather pulled her aside and got, a, you know, some minutes and she got some personal time with her and, you know, made this girl's life. Those are those moments that you're just like, that's what you're trying to accomplish, right? You're trying to get to that person where you want to be something that affects that, 
you know, that you got it done. And, yeah. and I think it's to me, that's what I respect about you. That's how you got on. You know, that's why I wanted you here for this. It's like, how you know, people that get shit done and just do it and they do it. And you'll find that a lot of those people that do have a lot of the same motivations. They have the same heart. They want to mm-hmm. do it because, you know, the reason you're getting shit done is because you it comes from a good place. Right. You want it to get done so it's good. You know, I find that a lot of the people that I know that are doing it for shallow reasons like money right. or fame or whatever it is, right? They don't, they're not as successful at it. If it was work, it wouldn't get done. Right. It wouldn't. I right. mean, if it was work or a job, it, it's not going to get done because it's going to be based on an hourly or whatever. But because we won't stop until it gets done because it is not work. It's it's the grig, the much larger picture to get, you know, it's about just what is that next step? <laughs> it's hard know? to stay motivated for the shallow shit, yeah, right? It, like, that's what I, I like. I, I just mean, for me, I just, yeah. I just don't, right? Like I'm not that motivating. But, you know, <laughs> you know? like, I, I, you know, I, yeah, if I'm laying in bed and I'm like, oh, I could get up or I could sleep another hour, I'm going to sleep another hour. But if somebody that, some, that means a lot to me, like said, like if that, that person that's that guy for you or girl for you that, you jump out of bed when they call and they need your help or something, right? Like that's it. Um, I, I just think that's interesting because the more people I, the more successful people, we always talk about this on almost every episode about surround yourself with successful people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you're the type of person I want in my circle because right. you bring my average up, right? That's Heather brings my average mm-hmm. up. Jody brings my average. Like I want to be in a circle where I, my closest friends and my closest colleagues in business are people that make me better. You know, I don't. I quickly shun and get rid of the people and, and you know that don't. Um, but success doesn't even mean huge. necessarily more financially stable. Nope. I mean, just successful in so many things yep. that good at something, you yep. know. And it doesn't necessarily have to be financial. I think Mother Teresa yeah, when was people, a success. Uh, yeah. And the yeah. funny thing is, there was the, a great story of the person that like hunted her down, trying to figure out what that what that secret was. Right. She's like, <laughs> I don't know. No, well, one. It's funny because you do this a lot too, and that you. You guys talk a lot and you say things that you have no idea what the response is. You, people, have, people are sitting there listening to these yeah. things and you have no idea what is that next step and what's, what they're getting of it and if it's changing their life or whatever, which is hard because you're just doing it. You're putting it out there and you're hoping it, it works. Well, I put this thing out there on Facebook. This is such a funny thing. And I said, I do these weird videos just like about random shit right, about my kids and stuff. And I just said, hey, just so you guys all know, if I could fail at parenting today was the day i failed at parenting <laughs> i was like straight up an f dropped my kid off at school no school he's 10 <laughs> took off <laughs> went, went to work because that's i'm work mentality right work dropped mode. him off oh, yeah i get the call God. i'm on a phone call i'm like well i can't talk to the school now i'm sure it's fine i'll pick you know i'll get it later um, it was a, I, I was like, oh my God, you guys, I literally oh, yeah. failed like a big fat F. Right. And I said, I, I really, and I kind of just put it out there. I said, I would love to know what my other son gra- would grade me at. Right. Like, what would he well, grade me at? You're not getting on a fucking coin. <laughs> right, I know right. that. That's yeah. a, I'm screwed not for get the coin now. Fucking coins. Maybe you got on, on some side, toilet paper. Right. <laughs> Maybe on the side of a bus, like don't be her, but. And so I was like, oh, my God, I am the worst mom. I felt like a piece of crap. Like, I can be good in business, but I suck at being a parent. And I suck at this. And, you know, I got me down on myself. And I said, I just said, you know what? I, get, I, I put this out to the world. Ask your kids what grades you'd get right now if you were a parent. Like, what it, to ask your kids. That's a ask, great question. Ask your kid when oh, you yeah. get home and say, if you were to grade me. And they'll say, well, you talk on the phone too much because you work too much. And the, this is what the grade is. So my my oldest gave me a D, right? And these are the reasons, right? And I was like fully aware. Every single one of them was true, but I never asked that question. I had a, a, a lady call me on the phone 
And she goes, Hey, I just want you to know something. She goes, you don't know me and you don't know anything about me. I just want to say I had the best conversation with my daughter. I asked her the question, would you, what would you give me as a grade? And we, it completely changed my life. She goes, I had, she said, you know what, mom, a C and you don't look at me when I talk to you. You're constantly being, you're too busy. You have, you give such and such more time than you give me. And we never do anything together. And she was like, holy crap. We need to redo our, and mm-hmm. when is the last time you asked your kids how you've been doing as a parent? And I almost didn't want to know the answer, to be honest. because we're in go I'll mode. Ask, yeah. I'll ask one of them. Yeah, right. Yeah. I'll ask my kids. I'd be right. curious what my kids say. But it was curious. I, I knew, I just put it out there because I just did something really stupid and I was horrified by but it. That, but that right there. You never the, know. That's the but transparency. It's the transparency of being human. Yeah. And frankly, I want to do business with people that are transparent enough to say that they dropped their 10 year old right. off at school. When there was no school. Yeah. Because I can associate. Right. I well, it's real life. Like, because it's, we fuck exactly. up like, all the time. It's real life. Um, by the way, uh, Child Protective Services are outside. Right. Yeah, right. I want to talk to you real quick. <laughs> At least there was someone there because he doesn't have a phone. It would have been till three until he just he just had to sit there. Like, it was horrible. That was amazing. Yeah. Well, she's not. And Oh, I forgot to mention. I dropped him off because I was too drunk. Right. To, uh, right. <laughs> Whoops! Yeah. <laughs> but in my in my defense, it was eight o'clock in the morning. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it was, it was five a, o'clock somewhere. Right. You know? <laughs> but yeah, so you never know just what you do, what you put out there. So this and, you is know. you're you're hitting on something that is one of my life philosophies. One, and it all boils down to trajectories. You have the opportunity to change someone's trajectory. You may not fix their world, right? But yeah. what you can do is you can change their trajectory with with a conversation, with spending some time with them, mm-hmm. with problem solving with them. So um, I'm kind of a, a little bit of a churchy church guy. I love investing in kids because kids have a lot of of opportunity to change their trajectory and that you can you can build in some things with kids that are under the age of 14 that become big deals in their life. Mm-hmm. And that, that there's so much power in that. It takes intentionality. And there's going to be a whole bunch of kids. I have no idea the time I, I put into that planting seeds. It may be 30 years from now. It may be two generations when their great grandkid has seen the benefit of a mom like your mom mm-hmm. that busted her ass and set great standards and did all these amazing things. All that stuff counts. Yep. And the intentionality, I'm a big nerd. Intentionality is one of my big words, right? Being intentional about all that stuff. I wrote something down when you were talking. Um, passion to innovate and to stand out. The, the word out of that sentence is passion. And directing that passion into action and executing on that action. And it matters. It makes, I mean, it makes an impact in the world. It's going to make an impact for that gal that was like, no one's ever taken the time to talk to me about fixing, fixing the problem instead of putting Band-Aids on it. Right. Why don't you address your credit so that you can fix A, B, and C? Yep. And then you're not in this position ever again. So I love all that stuff. Um, I want to wrap up, but I want you to kind of, is there anything that like those life philosophies, like I'm all about education. I'm all about how do you make people better? How do you, ment- ask her, like, how do you-, you mentor better? How do you make things like, how do you improve the world? How do you make, I, and that's, I will piggyback on this because I was going to ask the same question, but just in a little different way. But like, I think that 
in in conclusion, I think what we I want to leave with is you know, I know we're gonna get this out here, and we're gonna hopefully you're gonna help us promote this yeah, podcast yeah. too, and get the people that are gonna listen that are Jen Hickey fans. Mm-hmm. They're gonna be the same as that girl that wanted to meet Heather, the girl that wants to meet Jen and wants to know. Talk to them a little bit. Tell mm-hmm. how how do they do that? Like where if you could go back to you at twenty, right? Yeah, and, and say. This is how you get to be me now and jump ahead a little bit. Like how how do they do that? That's that's the millennial mindset, right? right? That everyone gives them shit about. They want to jump ahead. Give them a little nugget of how how do you get to be Jen, but even faster. I think the biggest thing is, um, and this is stems back from my mom. Is one, um, I have never been given anything in my life. I have worked very hard for everything. Um, I think that's a very big misconception that when people are in a certain position that like I was some sort of trust fund baby or, you know, something. And I, I ended up, I started with nothing and, and got to something. I didn't have something and, and stayed at something, you know? And I think, um, but I think the biggest thing is if you're not true to yourself and your intention and you really don't care. And if you really don't have the passion for what you do, who you're working with or any of those things, you will never be successful. You can be successful financially, but you're never going to be truly like soulfully successful. And I don't care. It has never been about the money. I, I don't care if I, I will do a deal for free. If I have to, to get the deal that it's, that's, it's not, it's about the passion and that it literally feeds my soul. So if you don't have that, then keep going to find it because you're never going to get it. If it's just something, if it's just a job, if you're, if you don't love being an electrician, if you don't think that changes the world, if you, whatever it is, and there is something in every job that people love to do. And I think you just need to find what you love. And again, selling houses is not my passion. That's not, I want to bigger picture, right? I want that's to, the widget you sell, Right. I yeah. want to help people and I want to solve problems and I want to create, and I get to create every day with homes and I get to create with marketing, which you probably right. love too. And I get to, to touch people on a different level of what, um, I'm going to give you 100% of my true self, you know, and that's all you can do. But as soon as you start treating anything like a job and it's for money, to me, you'll never be successful. I mean, just, it, it can never it's be taller. about the money. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Agreed. <laughs> Preach, <laughs> which is why I don't have any. <laughs> I will say too, in closing, for the three of us in the room that are drinking the wine, that wine. second bottle was way better than the first bottle. <laughs> I was gonna say and the they, same they thing. They cost the exact same amount. They're both Pinot Noirs, and the second bottle was way better, double better. <laughs> wow. The be- double careful, better. careful. You're going to hurt yourself. It was double better goodness. <laughs> double so, better goodness. Yeah, double better goodness and of the other first one that was not as double goodness. You guys should make a wine that's like two bearded dudes or something. Ah, the name's almost taken. We oh, found bearded dudes. We were in Sonoma a couple weeks ago. Maybe that's where I saw it. Three fat guys? It's called Three Fat oh, Guys. Nice. And literally, this is no shit. This is probably a weird one to end on, but we'll just go out on this. I, we're driving through Sonoma, California, going wine tasting, just getting into the valley to just start, right? I've never been there, just heard about it, been to Napa, never been there. Driving in, the first winery we see on our right-hand side says, Three Fat Guys Winery. I was like, <laughs> we're moving Literally, in. like, turned around, and it was funny because we, like, turned around, and we were driving a, a Jeep Gladiator, the, like, Jeep yeah. pickup-looking thing, you know? So we flip around and come back, and as soon as we walk in, these two guys are sitting in there, and they go, hey, you came back. <laughs> and they're like, we saw you turn around. I go, dude, I don't know if your wine tastes like dog shit. 
We're great, buying it. Great name. <laughs> yeah. I'm, a, I'm in for at least a bottle. <laughs> right. Let's talk. Yep. And uh, we ended up talking. I'm going to plug the shit out of him. We'll actually tag it on the notes for this podcast. Three Fat Guys Winery in Sonoma, California. It's actually owned by uh, three Green Bay Packers, <laughs> and one of which is Darren College from Boise. That's, We're building uh, a house for him. No shit. Yeah. He's one of the three fat <laughs> yeah. guys. It's that's a cool. small world yeah. after all. It's yeah. a small world. I won't say what city it, or where it is, but Tradewinds is building a house for him. He's three. Oh, that's he's, awesome. Yeah. He's one of the three fat guys. Oh, that is so funny. So we I'm and the wine was that. amazing. That's the other fun part about it. Like. They had this hilarious name, the guys in there. And it's funny because there's big dude and a little dude. And I'm like, looked at the little dude. I go, you're not fat. You're not a fat guy. And then the other guy's like, hey. And I'm like, well, you're kind of, you're a big dude. You know, a lot bigger than me. And I'm like, and I'm, not, I'm a big dude. So I'm like, literally like, I didn't wow. want to say it. Yeah. Well, Darren like, is not shit. fat by any means. Uh, no, no. But I mean, yeah, they're big no, dudes. No, he's not. And so like, literally we're like, I'm just dying. And so he's telling me this story and I look over at the picture and I'm like, that's Darren College. He goes, yeah. Like we're from Boise. Like this is like That's the crazy. whole thing. You know? Did you hug him? Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hug hug him. Him. Yeah, yeah. We did hug. We're, I've got a picture of us all standing together. Hug. And Heather goes, it's so funny to see someone stand next to you and make you look little. Yeah. <laughs> I get anyway, that. I get that a lot. It was yeah. great wine. Uh, we're members of the wine club now. We've got some. Uh, we should be getting some any day now. That's uh, shipping. So yeah. It's, what if they just did a little like one or two bottles of? Bearded dudes. Bearded dudes. Yeah. We can, we can like a little spinoff of the beard, like Two three fat guys and bearded dudes. Brought to you from Two. three fat guys. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I see it. Like, I think genius. Okay. I like we're, I like we're on it. Bearded dudes. Okay. This was a good one. This was, this was good. I knew you'd be money on this. I knew you'd kill it. But I'm just amazingly good at picking talent, obviously. And women, obviously. And women, obviously. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Well, Let's ease up on the compliments. I, I feel I bad. I do not want his head to explode. I feel bad for the the next dude that comes on as a guest on this show because you got a lot of shit you're following no here that kidding. you're really gonna have a hard time, and we're I, probably gonna be real depressed. I, yeah, like, I'm mm. gonna be like, I'm trying to think of something smart to say. <laughs> Whatever. Can I get back to you? I don't even want to look at you. And yeah, <laughs> and that concludes our recapping podcast. It was only 38 seconds. <laughs> we did the intro. <laughs> Other areas of my life reflect the same <laughs> disappointment. Disappointment. Well, we appreciate. I'm just thrilled to be here, and I'm super excited. And I'm so happy I got to hang out with you guys. You know, maybe someday you'll get a coin minted. Right. One day. Honor. This podcast day. might be what does it. I think it so. It might be this mm -hmm. podcast. After they hear this podcast, we're gonna they do, like, We're going to do our boom. own coins. It might be a plastic coin, but I'll take it. <laughs> Coin. Yeah, chocolate That's where coin, we find yeah. solutions, yeah. Yes. Milk chocolate or yes. dark chocolate? Ooh, dark chocolate. I'm going to start uh, pumping up to, to remember to listen to us on Hump Day Havoc. Hump so just, Day that's Havoc? My, that's what I'm calling Did it Did you now. come up with that? That hashtag, Hump Tag Havoc. That's my new tagline now for our podcast. We are going to release every Wednesday We're going to try every Wednesday? Noon. We are going to release on the hump of Hump Day. Are you saying that we're an official nooner? Yeah. We are your favorite nooner. We are now Hump Day Havoc. It's not the name, but that's what we're going to hashtag. And we're going to come out at noon every Wednesday. That's what we're going to do. Hump Jody. <laughs> okay. I'm in. Wait a minute. That didn't sound right. I was right. going to say, what's happening? Uh, that could be what edited kind of out real <laughs> bad. <laughs> no, that's Stan. Jody, we're going to do it every Wednesday. <laughs> so about noon, that. And we're going to call it Nooner. <laughs> Two bearded dudes wine. <laughs> 
The nectar of life. <laughs> Two spooning <laughs> naked bearded dudes wine. We're going to need a bigger wine label. <laughs> right. Do we rock, paper, scissors for who's the big spoon? <laughs> I think that's I, think I like that's to mix clear. it up. I like to mix it up, so I'm fine. I have zero problem with that. I, I, I like to mix it up sometimes. So. Yeah. It's all good. All right. I think we should end yeah, this one pretty stop. quick. Pretty quick. Sideways. It's way sideways. Yeah. yeah. We'll fade out right now. Bye now.